Do you believe that God wants you healthy? Then join me, Cersei Blue and Gigi Carter on the Healthy For My Purpose podcast, where we help you realize the relationship between your health and your purpose. We share how eating like Daniel can revolutionize your life. Through discussions and interviews, we challenge you to discover the powerful connection between plant-based nutrition, your body, and your faith. It's time. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Healthy For My Purpose. Um, It's so great to be back another week. I hope everyone is doing well. Um, I'm really excited about this uh, conversation, this episode. Um, I'm actually talking with Danette Baptiste and we just basically keep it real. So we kind of talk about um, pretty much... um, you know, how to develop a God-centered self-image when it comes to um, our health as women. Um, We get into um, Black women's health specifically. We get into hair politics, um, body image, self-esteem, you name it. We kind of just have an organic conversation around a lot of issues that women face and some of the hindrances that it may cause to getting healthy and kind of staying on track. So this um, episode was actually aired live on an Instagram uh, live and um, I wanted to share it with you guys because um, I thought it was really cool because it kind of just hit on a lot of things that we struggle with on a regular basis um, and just kind of talks it through and, and with, with authenticity, honesty, um, and a lot of hope and uh, solutions as well. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Danette is an amazing woman. Um, I think you're going to fall in love with her as well in this discussion. Um, so yeah, so let, without further ado, uh, let's jump into this episode. Um, informing the audience that we were going to just have a candid conversation about Black women's health, body image, um, the importance of kind of just developing um, a God-centered self-image and chronic health issues that are that we're facing and just, um, you know, just keeping it real on how we could really take charge of our health and what are some of the barriers that we have when it comes to you know, societal norms, our image and things that are holding us back. But before we start, I'm so excited to have you. Can you just introduce yourself to the audience? Just tell us a little bit about yourself, um, just so they can get to know you. Absolutely. Well, first of all, this is my first Instagram live. So I'm really excited. You came on like a boss girl, no hitches, nothing. You just came on. And most people are like, yeah, I'm trying to get out of my Yeah, no, um, I just, I checked in with my husband first, like, how do you do this? He's like, just, you know, whatever. So, yeah, but I, my name is Danette, um, Danette Batiste, and I am the CEO and executive director of Healthy Heart Nation, which is our nonprofit, which you um, and your partner are, uh, um, you know, our ambassadors for our organization. Yeah. Yes. And so Healthy Heart Nation is really about 
um, eliminating disparities in the African-American community and just doing what we can in terms of what we've learned, like to each one teach one, as well as to bring that level of um, professional expertise to the way that our community learns best. And we learn best through conversations. Mm. So similar to what you, 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 and, um, you, know, you and Gigi do also in terms of just being able to have that conversation, right? Like our, our history you know, goes back to you know, the griot and in terms of just telling stories and sharing stories because there's so much learning that comes from sharing. Yeah. And so what we've done is we've kind of identified four pillars in the community health justice, um, education, as well as um, business. And so we initially felt like in, in our, a lot of in a lot of instances, we've been having those conversations, but we haven't been having them as a collective. We've had them individually. So health people are talking to health people, justice people are talking to justice people, business people are talking to business people, and education people are talking to education people. Yeah. And so what we wanted to do was to have the conversation really centered around each of these areas and mm-hmm. how the various topics that we deal with affect each of those areas mm-hmm. because we felt that you know you can't solve it um, you know as a silo you can't solve it that way and yeah. so the strength is in numbers and the strength is in collectively you know looking to have the conversations to develop the solutions mm-hmm. and then through those solutions to have the actions that are going to be necessary to really move our community forward in a positive way. We can't wait for anybody else to do it for us. It's up to us to do it. And so we have the expertise. We have it in our community. Why aren't we using it? Why aren't we using our voices? Why aren't we using it to connect to people who look like us, who have similar experiences? Yes. So, you know, so that's what Healthy Heart Nation is about. And then we also have the pillar of community-based initiatives, which we call CBI. And so the CBI is the top of our table and the business, justice, education, and health are the pillars, uh, the legs to the table. And so we feel like if we are able to put our community on top of that table through the community-based initiatives, using those four pillars, we can move it forward to making sure that the future looks better than our past. Wow, that's amazing. And I love that you said that, you know, everyone's talking in their own corners and it's about kind of immersing the conversation because even what we're talking about today, when you're talking about Black women's health, you're talking about a mother, you're talking about someone who works in the community, you're talking about someone who's contributing in business, you're talking about leaders. A woman's life is really trickling in so many areas of society that having those conversations, like you said, from different perspectives and, you know, can broaden the awareness in such a different manner because you might be a woman that really hears it because now it's affecting your job and they're talking about it from a business perspective, or you might be someone where you're hearing it from the pulpit because you're very spiritual. Like it, it, there's so many places to hear it. And sometimes like if we box it into the medical, but black women, we're, women are so diverse that hearing mm-hmm. the message from different areas, I think, is, is really powerful. So yes. I'm excited yeah. about what you guys are doing. <laughs> what we're doing. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> what we so, are doing together. So when we're gonna, what we decided that we were going to talk about today, I think a lot of times when we're talking about black women's health, I know a lot of times we have these statistics that come out, you know, the rate of obesity, chronic health mm-hmm. issues. But I wanted to peel it back a little bit and kind of just get into 
what are some of the issues that we're struggling with that even um, affect us from even taking that first step or always in that struggle mode. Um, mm -hmm. And I know, um, like, you know, body image is a big deal. And I think it could go, sometimes it could go even both ways. It's, it could be society's body image, which is constantly changing. Because I know as a Black woman, <laughs> I think the body has changed like about 10 times since I was a kid growing up. And it's like, mm -hmm. maybe you matched it when you know back when you were like 20 and then now you don't and so there's this constant struggle especially now that we're really getting into a lot of things where it's you know the implant like there's a lot of stuff going on with instagram and what our daughters and, and young people are facing we didn't have to face that we were watching yes magazines and tv but the whole dynamic of ig and instagram and what's out there now is like mm -hmm unimaginable for the young person who's growing up now so exactly i think um you know in, in in conversations that i've had we're all i'm so grateful that i am not growing up in that time um in this time you know our time was a little bit different and we did have you know i think that you know when you grow up you do have the body image yeah. issues right yeah. but like you said it's evolved right so yeah. When I was growing up, I was very tall and lanky and skinny, right? Yeah. And so at that point in time in elementary, you know, literally like I was not like the guys yes. weren't trying to check for me. They're like, go, you know, move, go get, you know, they want to yes. fill up somebody who has something that they could feel, right? So, you know, literally it wasn't, you know, it was just kind of move along, skinny girl, right? Yeah. yeah. And then um, so then you, you know, you grow up and you get older and you start to to yeah. develop. Um, you know, and, um, you know, but like you said, there's like this, this, this window, like where you just kind of hit that right, you know, right here. Yeah. And then, and then you go the other way and you feel like yeah. okay, I'm, I'm gaining way too much weight and, you know, I want to be thinner. And so you, like you said, like the Instagram and those yeah. things do shape that body perception. Yeah. Um, you know, and so I, I do think that we as women are really hard on ourselves, yeah. you know, and so, you know, I, you look back on pictures and where you thought, oh, I was too fat, or I was too this, and you felt like you couldn't really enjoy yourself. So yeah. when you look back on the pictures, you're like, what was I tripping about? I yeah. was good in yeah. this moment. Yeah. It's like you but never it, appreciate the moment that you're, never that you're actually it. in. One second. You never one appreciate second. it. Okay. No problem. Yeah, double duty here. His daughter is laughing her head off, and I'm like, I'm on a live, you know. But anyhow, yeah. so um, it does it does become challenging, right? So, you know, it is a situation where you're trying to to train your mind. Um, yes. So, but even as adults, like you know, I'm 50, and it's like, hold on, you know, this shouldn't be affecting me. But as you're seeing these different images that come through, and even when you get the realities of like it's photoshopped or the yeah. person, you know, they have these the apps filters, that can yeah. make filters that can make, yeah. you, you know, your waist smaller and your hips uh, bigger and all of these things. We're still kind of striving and trying yeah. to attain a certain level of beauty that yeah. really, in some instances, it doesn't even exist. And yeah. so, you know, um, it's, it's very challenging, especially for younger people. But at the same token, you know, as, as a grown woman, I'm still mm -hmm. affected by those images as well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because I think beauty for women in general, it's mm -hmm. something that 
is instilled in us from we're small that women are striving for these things i mean it it really it's something that can invade us and so mm-hmm. when it comes to women's health i think because of those um issues that we struggle with within i think sometimes it could become a barrier in in actually getting healthy because yeah. the image that you see yourself sometimes you know it's it's allowing ourselves to really get sucked into sometimes fad diets and that and that's a mm-hmm. whole other thing where you're yeah. trying to get to a size and you're not mm-hmm. trying to get to healthy and exactly. i remember there was a slogan that came out saying that healthy was the new sexy i don't know if that caught on <laughs> or not but you know that was it a should. slogan that got thrown out there for a second there right but i think what happens is we become we start chasing and i know i've done this mm-hmm. i'm chasing dress sizes or i'm chasing mm-hmm. fitting you know getting for the, getting ready for a wedding or getting ready right. for a reunion and those moments those moments getting exactly right. and getting to mm-hmm. a healthy size is not even about my blood pressure it's not about yeah. the fact that you know maybe i was just diagnosed with diabetes or maybe yeah. you know obesity causes so many other health concerns that is not really a lot of times what we're paying attention to because we're so bombarded yeah. by all the messages that mm-hmm. it's more about those other things and i think yeah. it takes a relearning now mm-hmm. to kind of say i mean it's not to say that you're never going to really kind of be affected by those things mm-hmm. but how do we dig deeper as women and say we have to take charge of our health from a different perspective that is going to mm-hmm. be a lot more foundational and and more solid because i find when it's for a wedding once that wedding is over mm-hmm. i don't know if you've ever done fat diets or you know you got <laughs> to the size you got to the wedding right. and then when the wedding's over you just creep back to your regular life right forget that when the wedding's over it's like that day you're like that day oh, that's the bread? you actually indulge the on the wedding day and so <laughs> yeah. the why is too weak and so mm-hmm. one of the things we talk about at the Daniel Fassa Bridge healthy living yeah. is really um digging deeper for a deeper why especially when it comes to our health because that's going to be the kind of why that's going to allow you to say well i'm on medications i got to change the way i eat i got to incorporate right. exercise i got to we don't even want to get into this part which you know is you know i got to run even if it's going to mess up my hair too <laughs> you know yes, because yes. that's another thing it's the hair politics right. for black women i've right. been there you know where it's yes. like you come from the hairdresser you got to exercise in the morning you're just like i don't know if i can i don't want to mess up the fresh right. hair you know what i mean exactly. and so there's always this thing so yeah no i mean we've we've all been there and i'm speaking yeah. for we all but i'm pretty sure based on my my independent research yes. we've, all, we've all been there and you know you put your body through so much right mm-hmm. and you know even in just reading the statistics when it talks about like the different fad diets like even if you do lose the weight yeah your body is like you know you've shocked your body into yes. you know to the point where when you do eat that piece of bread yeah at at the wedding after you've lost the 15 pounds yes like in most instances whenever i've wet, you know done any kind of diet by the time when i come off i get on the scale and it's worse than when i started right right, right. and so in terms of like the why i mean i'm always trying to strive for something that is sustainable yeah because, you know at the end of the day you know just that fad is really it has not worked and so mm-hmm. each time you know you oh i've lost the 18 pounds you know or i've lost this or i've lost that like you find it and they bring friends 
Like yeah. the pounds bring yeah. friends to yeah. the party. Like, okay, yes. she's she's tripping. So, you know, you end up gaining so much more. And so, you know, um, and I know that this is kind of part of what you guys from the Daniel Fast standpoint is. Yes. It's just really trying to find what works, you know, for your body. And yeah. we know that, you know, plant-based yeah. um, eating and living yeah. is, is going to work over time. It is yes. not going to shock the body. If, you, if right. you start giving the body good food and good nutrients, then the body will reward you for it, right? right. Um, but it's just so hard when you're out and about and you go to the restaurants or you're, you know, we're so socialized yeah. with food, right? Yeah. And so it's almost like, hey, you know, take this piece of cake or, yeah. you know, you're going to have this and that. And we all have our weaknesses, minus macaroni and cheese. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, like, during those holidays when yeah. things show up, yeah. you're just like, oh, you know, this, let me just do it this one time and I'll yeah. get back on yeah. know, Wednesday or, you know, Saturday or whatever yeah. the case would be. So it's very challenging. But the, like you said, the why is the most mm -hmm. important. And if you are doing it for your health, mm -hmm. then it's not about the dress size. It's not about yeah. the event. It's not yeah. about that moment. Yeah. But the life, your life moment. Right. Like, the, your life becomes that moment right and so when you're able to reach there and i'm still striving you know striving yeah. to get there yeah. i'm not there yet i'm yeah. not you know delivered to that point yet but yeah. just realizing that life should be our moment and if that's the case then that's all the time yes and one of the other things that you know comes out in this too is that it's it's also the because we're, we're kind of juggling two things. It's like we, this relationship that we have with food is so complicated. Mm -hmm. Because on one hand, we're, you know, like you said, we have our, our certain types of foods that bring us comfort or bring yes. us joy. Or our, when we go out, you know, sometimes it's hard to say, well, we have to go out to eat or we have to celebrate around food. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. sometimes it's hard to kind of break that. And so... Yeah. Um, even just developing, you know, new patterns around that is, is, is also a way to deal with it. Because I think, you know, when we're talking about Black women's health specifically, um, you know, if we're dealing with high blood pressure, if we're dealing with mm -hmm. obesity, if we're dealing with mm -hmm. diabetes, um, you know, how could we incorporate more of a self-care? Because I always say this idea that taking care of your health Mm -hmm. is the highest self-care that you can do. Absolutely. Um, and so a lot of times we might be, you know, taking care of the kids or, mm -hmm. you know, working a high profile job or right. doing whatever the multitasking that women do mm -hmm. and their health might be left for last. Right. Um, and so one of the things we try to promote to women is your health really has to be first because if yes. you're not if you're not actually taking care of the car that's driving everyone everywhere and it mm -hmm. breaks down, then no one's getting anywhere, including yourself. Exactly. So, but a lot of times we have this nature of being givers and not mm -hmm. really understanding that giving to ourselves is just as important, you know? Yeah. And how we give and how we give to ourselves. Right. Because, you know, even in, in those moments with the stress eating, right. Yeah. You're just like, Oh my gosh, like I was supposed to be on a diet, but I'm so stressed out. I just yeah. need to eat this thing real quick because yeah. it gives you that immediate, you know, um, you know, immediate feeling of, you know, of, you know, of comfort or joy. Um, and so, you know, just recently, um, one of our friends, Dr. Eric Walsh was just basically mentioning, 
the fact that exercise mm -hmm. is really, um, you know, it's, it's underrated in terms mm -hmm. of its effects on, on, your, on the body and how it can really kind of turn around your emotions. You know, if you're able to just, you know, get on a treadmill or go take a walk, whether it's outside, yeah. or, you know, getting that sunlight or whatever the case may be, like those little things, we just overlook them because we want that quick answer. Right. Like that, you know, that doesn't cost you any money to go outside right. and, you know, take a walk or to sit outside and get some sunlight to be able to like to, to think and reflect and, and have that level of mindfulness around your health. Yeah. You know, I mean, it might be easier to walk to the refrigerator and open it up and, yeah. and get something unhealthy. Yes. But in the same token, maybe, you know, it, it could be relieved by just taking a walk, yes. um, you know, or just getting out and just doing something for a little bit of time. And so just make, you know, you say, oh, I don't have the time for it, mm -hmm. right? But you like in terms of making the time for it, right. for your health is, is really important. And so, um, you know, it, we just have to socialize it a little bit more. Right. And um, we have to be able to continue to, to talk to each other and support one another, you know, that it is not easy. However, mm -hmm. it's worth it, right? And so, like, we have to really put um, the, the onus on ourselves to, right. you know, that's something we can control, right? We can mm -hmm. control how we may be treated in the hospital or, you know, um, in all of these different areas. But yeah. when possible, we may be able to control, you know, the decisions that we make in terms of what we put into our bodies. Yes, um, yeah. And it's, you know, it, it sounds easy. Oh, it's just a choice. But it's, it can be very challenging to make the right choice in those moments, but it starts with being aware and being mindful that you have a choice. Yes, yes. And the, the irony is that we make these choices every every day is another opportunity. So if you messed up at dinner, you could start again, yeah. you know? Yes, so that choice yes. is always going to be presented. You're never going to run out of breakfast, lunch, and dinner, at least not in North America <laughs> anyway. You know, exactly. we're always going to have that option. And mm -hmm. so one of the things is really that we talk a lot about is really digging into your purpose, you know? Um, and this is what we call developing a God-centered self-image because mm -hmm. everybody has a purpose, whether you're a mom, whether you're mm -hmm. a dentist, whether you're the vice president of the United States, whether sure. you're a grandmother, everyone has a purpose that they feel yes. they want to fulfill. And mm -hmm. so one of the things we talk about in terms of getting healthy is mm -hmm. tapping into that purpose because right. it's really tied to your health mm -hmm. because you're really tapped in where it's like, you know what, my health is tied to my purpose. Mm -hmm. Then it opens up the window, I think, for black women to start looking at their health in a different way because now it's like, if my health is tied to my purpose, I'm so purpose driven, then I have to face and, and deal with my health because it's the Absolutely. vehicle that's going to get me to where I'm going to go. It's the vehicle that's going to allow me to see my grandkids when I'm 60. It's the Absolutely. vehicle that allow me to show up with my best self. Because I think mm -hmm. a lot of times what we don't realize once we change our eating, and this is what happened for me, is okay. that you didn't realize you weren't showing up with your best self. You thought 50% mm -hmm. was high level. And then right. when you changed your 
eating and you're exercising and you got this mental and spiritual clarity and your energy mm -hmm. levels and your body was just in total alignment then all of a sudden you realize wow this is what 80 looks like this is what 70 yeah. looks like but if you don't have anything to compare it to you have mm -hmm. no idea you're shortcutting yourself right and so right. i think for women um it's mm -hmm. really if if we could really just kind of say you know how do we get past like we talked about the ig and the culture mm -hmm. and and really just get more inward you know what I mean where we're like why am I here what is my purpose and how can food how can everything else facilitate that it could be an yeah mm -hmm. and I and I think that it does require that you pull back right, right? Um, I don't think you can get there if you're still looking at the things that are distracting you in the first place Mm -hmm. And so, you know, even with your your ability to manage what you put in your mouth, like we mm -hmm. have to also manage what we put in our minds. Yes. And, you know, um, and so we're so used to checking, you know, these mediums for whatever, you know, yeah. for whatever reason. Validation. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we just almost have to fast from, you know, from social media at times, right? Mm -hmm. Realizing, you know, that that maybe it's not giving me what I need mm -hmm. in these moments or being very selective in terms of what you see and what you intake right. into, you know, into your mindset. Like, you know, a lot of times I don't watch and I don't know if this is good or bad, but a lot of times I don't watch a lot of news, Yeah, um, you know, because the, the, you know, you don't want to hear the bad news and the negativity and you want to stay positive, mm -hmm. but there is still a requirement to be aware of what's going on. Right. So you have to kind of manage it um, in terms of what you can get and when you need to turn it off and tune it out, Right. Um, you know, for your mental health. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and so you want to feed your mind good things, right? So, you know, there's good podcasts, you know, there's good information yes. that you can take um, in that's going to, um, that's going to really enhance what you're trying to do. And yeah. so um, one of the other things for me that helps me out a lot is when I'm having a bad day or I'm having, you know, my mood isn't what it needs to be. Mm -hmm. Like for me, it's really as easy as just listening to happy songs, as I call mm -hmm. them, right? There's just certain songs that for me, when I put them on, like if I'm listening to September or, you know, anything yeah. like Earth, Wind and Fire or something uh, like that, yeah. you know, it's really hard to, you know, the beats are really, um, they bring me up yeah. from a mood standpoint, right? Mm -hmm. And so um, you've got to figure out what it is that works for you mm -hmm. and you have to make time for those things you know i also enjoy taking long baths like I'm yeah. talking about hour long hours <laughs> yeah. you know yeah um, it can only really happen late at night when everyone yeah. else is asleep where you can just really just just have that peace that quiet that solitude yeah. to really hear like what's going on in your head to mm -hmm. really hear god speaking to you mm -hmm. to get aligned and attuned to what yeah. the purpose is because yeah you know, a lot of times people say, you know, oh, find your purpose. But, you know, it's not always that easy yeah. finding it. Like, I mean, I would say it took me a long time to find what that purpose was. Mm. And even though I was always, you know, serving and always, you know, doing different things, um, it didn't it didn't happen overnight. You yeah. Know, people, you know, they're like, well, what did you want to do when you grew up? Like, I wanted to do public relations and yeah. communications. 
Um, but you know, you get out and you get a job. And so yeah. in those jobs, I found purpose in whatever I was doing. So yeah. you go back to whatever your hand, you know, whatever your yeah. hand does, do yeah. it to your, the best of your abilities. Yeah. And so, you know, you get blessed in, in doing, right? So, you know, you don't want people to just sit around and wait for this purpose to like land on your lap. Right, this doesn't always happen that way. <laughs> it always yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, that is so true. Um, and, and I, you know, and this is why I think um, for our health journey, mm -hmm. it's more than the food. Yeah. You know, that's what I hear you saying. And I think that's mm -hmm. really great. Like, it's more than the food because mm -hmm. it's wh what value do you place on yourself? Mm -hmm. What value so do you place on your values, right? Yes. Like the things that are important to you. Um, mm -hmm. And so, that's what it is probably on the deepest level it's this it's so it's a real reflection of how you see yourself because if you're not willing and this is not consciously this is just after you mm -hmm. peel back the layers of course we all struggle with yeah. this but it's like i have to say to myself if i'm if i'm willing to eat something if i'm willing to continue to do something that's destroying me then i have mm -hmm. to be able to ask myself what is going on here? And mm -hmm. I think sometimes we're such in a zombie mode, like you're saying, like we're almost just eating or eating and just doing, and we're not stopping, like you said, to take those moments where you right. can reflect and say, what's going on here? What's happening? Right. Because right. my blood pressure is high, mm -hmm. you know, whatever, you know, whatever's going on in my body, I know mm -hmm. that I'm not where I should be health wise, but I can't, take the time to figure it out or I won't stop to figure it out. And so that's where I think a lot of times as women, we have to get to that place to be honest and to yeah. kind of feel that away. Um, and it's tough answers because sometimes what I had to figure out was food was just an idol in my life. It was mm -hmm. too much of an issue. It was too strong of an issue. And I didn't realize right. it. You're just thinking, I'm, this is just food. Like, it can't be that serious. Mm -hmm. But when mm -hmm. you start to try to peel it away, you realize, wait a minute, food can become an idol in your life where it's like, right. you can't do this without it. You won't give that up for it. That's kind of like kind of an idol and until you yeah. have to pull it away you don't realize it because you're just going through the motions but right. have but ask yourself if the doctor says mm -hmm. i have this don't eat these foods and you find that you can't then that, there's a question that has to be asked you know what i mean no absolutely yeah. absolutely and it's like it's a drug right um you know it's definitely a drug for for most people but it's so easy to get a hold to Right? Oh, yeah. so you know like you know it's it's just right there it's that's why it's, it's hard everywhere it's so yeah. hard you know yeah. and so um it is like really a conscious effort and it it does require the mindfulness and it does require like you're saying you've got to know what your why yeah. is yeah and that why has to be sustainable mm -hmm. because you know as women we're going a hundred miles an hour Exactly. at all times right yeah. and a lot of it is us based on the fact that we're exhausted like yeah. we're literally so mm -hmm. tired yeah right and so like if you're up late um you know and even it's almost to a certain extent like because my husband um he goes to sleep really early and we like you know we laugh at him like oh you're you're going to sleep but yeah. the longer you stay up the hungrier you <laughs> yes right? yes yes and so um you know so it's really um, important that we get sleep as well, right? 
sleep yeah. is just, it's so important in terms of like giving our bodies the opportunity to recover yeah. and to recuperate um, and to stop us from eating. Yes, <laughs> yes. To and shut the kitchen that, off at a certain time. Exactly, that could exactly. be a whole idea right there because it's like, mm -hmm. I feel like our, we're in a culture that we're always eating. Yes. You know, like you, it could be 11 o'clock, 10 o'clock. Like there's no stopping. And mm -hmm. so when we, we have a hard time restricting our window of eating because food Absolutely. is something that just is, you know, and I don't remember this as, I think it, the older I got, the more that mm -hmm. that window just broadened. Cause I just remember yes. when I had really, really small kitchen clothes at a certain time. But as, as the years went on, the, it's like the kitchen was a 24 hour Walmart. You know, like it's like right. things become 24 hours now. Whereas back yes. in the day, there was, they didn't even have refrigerators and these type of things to even hold the food on that level. But now with all right. the technology, it could be good and bad because now we can access any type of food at any moment and any time. Yes, yes. And so here we are in this twilight zone, basically, you know, yeah, for the like, body, right. you know. Right. Like um, for us, when we were growing up, when we were growing up, once they put that 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 dish rag over the, yeah, you know, the sink, right over that middle part, it is like, done. You, that's it. Like no, <laughs> it's you like know? hey, the dishes are clean. They dried down the sink. Yeah, everything was done, and that that dish rag came over there. It's like done. Nobody, nobody went in. The thought didn't even cross no. your mind right. to eat anything right. at eleven o'clock at night. And so exactly culturally we're in a very perilous time and i think yes. this is why it's so much more difficult for people to master the food because mm -hmm. we're bombarded with so much access even in our own homes yes. you don't even have to be at the yes. store you know somebody yes. says something um song sep says blessing ladies have a great evening god keep you as you strive for him more okay thank you song <laughs> step um you know and so it, it it's all the more reason why we have to have, we have to dance to the beat of our own drum. It has to yes. come from a different place. It has to come, mm -hmm. as we say, from a God-centered self-image. Because yeah. if not, you're gonna be thrown two and four, throw, mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. you're gonna be eaten alive because there's just it's... so many things working against us. And right. you're not saying, if we don't have our health aligned with our values, which is mm -hmm. this is what I stand for, this is who I am. And somehow the mm -hmm. health a part of that, right? It's gonna be a, it's gonna even be more difficult. Right. And like you said, it's not if, it's when. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, so you know that, that moment is coming. You just have to try to be ready for it. You exactly. know, and and also you have to be willing to forgive yourself for yeah. those times when you don't you know, maybe you don't make the right decision yeah. or you, you don't, you don't act out the way that you know that you should have. But in those moments, you have to be willing to forgive yourself and you have to, like you said, be willing to make the next meal right. or the next moment better. better. But a lot of times we get caught up in the guilt, we get caught up, up in yeah. the shame, mm -hmm. you know, we get caught up in, well, you know, I don't deserve it. I messed yes. up this time. I yeah. might as well just eat the whole piece. Yes. Right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, it's too late. There's no diet. point in continuing. Right. And it was just one mistake. And so, yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. We have to give ourselves grace. Um, yes. And we have to understand that it's a work in progress. You know, mm -hmm. you, it's something that you're, you're going to slip up. But the question is, it's about recovering faster. 
Yes. You know, rather than like you said, digging yourself deeper when you slip, mm -hmm. it's about mm -hmm. being able to say, you know, I'm giving myself some grace so that you can recover faster and just keep it moving, um, right. and not stuck. I think that's the yeah, thing. Mm -hmm. and using our community as a support system. Yes, yes. You know, um, and so you know, like you know, my husband, the Healthy Heart Doc. Um, yeah. You know, he 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 provides a lot of different um, mechanisms, and and even just in terms of just different steps that people can take. Yes. to make a difference, to lower their blood pressure, yeah. you know, to, um, you know, to lose the weight. Because again, yeah. you know, a lot of times that is what we are focused on. Yes. Um, but it's more of a byproduct um, versus, you know, like the, the main, the main reason behind it. And so, you know, but it really, everybody has to be ready mm. to, you know, to do it because, it does become hard. So for you, like, mm -hmm. has it become easier? Does it become easier? It, and when does that happen? It becomes easier when you kind of make the shift. Because what happens okay. is, in the beginning, you're retraining your palate. You're retraining okay. your mindset. You're retraining mm -hmm. beliefs. But okay. there comes a point where you kind of cross over. And so now okay. what was seemed as like, no, I don't care for that. Now that mm -hmm. becomes what you crave. But it takes okay. time for you. But you have to see it through. Because you could once okay. you start eating, your body's going to play tricks on you to say, well, mm -hmm. this food is not as good as this food in the beginning. Okay. But as you continue, your palate adjusts. And then mm -hmm. all of a sudden, your body starts to crave the good the food. Good stuff? Because this oh, is what wow. it's been waiting yeah. for. You know what okay. I mean? It's like, yeah. aha, you finally got it, you know? Because <laughs> your body is designed to want these nutrients that you're feeding okay. it. And yes. so once you cross over that, but what happens is you have to stay the course, even if it feels mm. difficult. That is okay. what it is. I think a lot of times when it becomes difficult or you feel resistant, is you give up. But if you mm -hmm. stay the course, something magically happens where you, mm. you switch. And then all of a sudden, what was hard becomes easy. Okay. Because because now it becomes your second nature. So okay. it's, it's one of those things that I tell people all the time. Mm -hmm. You have to start and mm -hmm. you don't want to give up because right when you're about to give up is probably when you're right. about to get the breakthrough. You know okay. what I mean? Okay. okay. And so this is why when we do the Daniel Fast, we try mm -hmm. to have people do this where they remove all toxic foods from your diet. Because what happens is when you get to be where nothing is involved, it gives you a faster time to get there. Because what mm -hmm. happens is, you know how it is when you eat good for three days and then you go back to the other. You're competing. You're always competing. And you never really know what it feels like to just have nothing in your body that's toxic for a period mm. of time. And so you don't right. really get to, to feel what it feels like. Because that is what's going to be your sustainability. Because now okay. you're going to be like, I felt so great. So then now mm -hmm. when you're posed with something that you know will offset that, you're like, hmm, you have something to compare it to. But when, okay. you're, when you don't, you, you're always, you never really know because you're just eating for two days like this. And then you're trying this. Yeah. So that's why this idea of eating healthy on the weekends, but not on the week, it doesn't work because you're always right. in a rat race trying to figure it out because your palate can never have time to reset. So, so the cheat days aren't helping. The cheat anybody. days are actually helping to set you back because the <laughs> okay. minute your palate is getting there, you're like, okay, mm -hmm. I got a cheat day. Okay, we're back to square one. <laughs> you know, and and it's, like, it's like Groundhog Day. Cheat yes. days are like Groundhog Day. It resets you to start. And so that's why we say, just give it up for four weeks, you know, so that you could get that full experience. Yeah. 
and that's um, four weeks. Yeah, yes. Four weeks, yes. Four weeks. Yeah, so, it and, is, and sometimes it, it even takes longer than that, to be honest, to be fully integrated. Because the palate, okay. you know, when you really think about all the foods we're eating, like foods that are high in salt and sugar mm -hmm. and high fructose corn syrup, our palates have been hijacked. So it's going to mm -hmm. take time to bring back natural flavors, feeling like, wow, this, is, this taste is great because we're so used okay. to that hyper palate of foods that we're used to you know so. so so do you think that maybe sometimes people self-sabotage for fear fear of failure do you think that that is a part of it like they don't really want to go in and see the results and then have to you know live like this the whole time yeah yeah i think it's a fear of failure sometimes but i think it's the fear of the unknown because if they really believe that I was going to feel 100, most people would do it. But I think it's the fear of the unknown. Like you can't, you don't really think that's going to happen because how could you okay. do this? So I think mm -hmm. a lot of people, they're actually pleasantly surprised. Like I remember when I first started, I thought, all right, well, I guess my life is over. You know, I'm just, you know what I mean? You kind of like <laughs> turn in the towel, you know, thinking it's <laughs> over. Right, right, I gotta right. do what I gotta do, you know, it's like right. old, it's right. like kind of, <laughs> you're like, bye everybody. Yeah, bye everyone, I can't eat the good food anymore. But then you're so surprising, like it's such a surprise when you get over to the other side, you're like, wait a minute, I'm actually eating better now than I've okay. eaten before. And so it's a, it's a pleasant surprise that you were not expecting. And there's no way that you can, you can coach somebody to do that. Mm -hmm. And so this is why you have to just go in there thinking, I'm going after my purpose. I'm not going after a meal. And when you do that, yeah. you'll come out with your purpose and you'll come out with some excellent meals at the same time. But you don't, may not know that going in. So. And most of the time when the whys happen for people, it's, it's a drastic situation, right? right. Like they've, they've got the stage four cancer. Yeah. Or, you know, they've got the diabetes or they've got yes. these things that are kind of forcing them, forcing them in forcing them into the situation. Yeah. And so yeah. it's about really getting people to make the choice before they have to. Yes. Yes. Okay. But you know how it is in life sometimes, mm -hmm. you know, it's harder to, to tell somebody when they're not in a situation sometimes you yeah. find. Them. But um, but that's what awareness is, because I think. Mm -hmm. The, the more we talk about this in our community, I think like you were talking about it in the beginning, um, is the more that maybe we will have some people say, you know what, I don't want to get into that head-on collision. I'm going to yes. or I'm going to do that. And so that's the hope that you'll be mm -hmm. able to save a lot of people from having to even get to that point. And then the right. people who are at that point, you'll help them to give them the skills that it needs to take the action that they need in that moment. Uh, mm -hmm. Because they can't wait. You know, they can't. Right too long they got to take action right now so right right and yeah. so are you finding that it is easier because um for younger people to kind of um adapt this this step in terms of like earlier because like my daughter she's like yeah. 17 and you know she'll say oh you know she'll get on these these fads yeah but you're saying that like you know in terms of the healthy eating make the healthy eating the fad yeah yeah exactly okay. exactly i think yeah this younger generation to me is kind of mixed because they seem like they're more mm -hmm. health conscious than we ever were and it could again right. it's just information that's out there mm -hmm. but yeah if healthy eating should it should be a way of life yeah. um and that that obviously that is the hope and i think by targeting women we mm -hmm. are the keepers of our families and so right. that's another way that we could influence our children and influence mm -hmm. our grandchildren and create a new legacy of health yeah. um, 
Because a lot of times what you'll find is that grandmother had high blood pressure, so does mm-hmm. daughter. And then, you know, and it kind of goes on and on. But mm-hmm. by making that change as a woman in your own household, what you're doing now is showing a different way to your children. And if you're older, yeah. maybe to your grandchildren. And you're creating a new legacy of health for your, for your lineage, which so is that whole, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that whole I'd rather see a sermon than hear one any day kind of yeah. um, you know. And and I think it it really is about finding the true why mm-hmm. that isn't situational. Right. You know, like to be able to find that. And I think, you know, we were talking at one point in time, um, mm-hmm. just in our pre talks. Yeah. Was just in terms of like really handing it over to God, you know, yeah. right? because I am like, I struggle with it yeah. constantly, you know, yeah. and you know, there, there was a, a couple of days, maybe last week or a couple of weeks ago, yeah. where I was just like, Lord, please, please yes. don't let me put anything bad in my mouth today. Like, yeah, need to stay, you know, stay on the straight and narrow today. Yeah, and I can honestly say like that day I did. Right. You know, like the next day it was just like, Oh, you know, wait a minute, you know, so um, you know, I definitely believe that, you know, and as far as God answering our prayers, yes. you know, if you do give it to him, he, he will yes. help you. Yes. Um, you know, so I have seen him help me when I've given it to him. Right. And then, you know, there are those days where I, you know, choose not to, and yes. the outcomes aren't, aren't the same. Exactly. So like, what have, exactly. what have you found in those moments? Yeah, for sure. I think most times, and I'll, you know, and, and this is part of what Gigi and I are, you know, shouting from the mountaintop mm-hmm. is that a lot of times when it comes to our health, we don't even think to invite God into our health journey. It's not even yeah. a thing. You're right. just struggling it out, looking up diets, you know, doing this, doing that. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we know how to pray for if something goes wrong. That's not what I'm right. saying. Oh, you know, Lord, right. heal me of this or heal me of that. Yes. But we, we, have missed an opportunity to invite God into those more intimate spaces. Whereas like you Mm -hmm. said, God, I'm struggling to eat this cake. God, I'm I'm finding that I'm turning to food and I'm not turning to you. I'm using food to comfort Mm -hmm. me and not, or whatever those spaces are that really has us hooked. We don't Mm -hmm. really think to invite God into that. And so this is one of the things that we talk about when it comes to our health is when you invite God into that space, something, Mm -hmm is a breakthrough happens because now you're not just not trying to eat the food out of your own strength, but you're pulling on God's strength in those moments. And you're seeing a bigger picture. You're thinking, well, you know what? I am a royal priesthood. My body is the temple of God. So what I'm putting Mm -hmm. in is carrying or housing my divine purpose. And so now your food and how you eat and all of these things, you know, we talked mm-hmm. about this one thing about this whole idea of is what I'm eating, eating worthy to say grace, you know, because I, when you think exactly. about it, you pray it over some kind of foods, like, right. Lord, bless this food and the food that you're eating is contributing to your death. And so right. you say to your, so, but if you're conscious enough to say, God, mm-hmm. is what I'm eating worthy of grace? Mm-hmm. It allows you every moment because you're even inviting God into that space. We all say grace, right? You invite him in a different way into that grace. Mm. Then every meal you have, you have a time to reflect and say, is this plate going to reflect my values on many levels, not just how it's going to hurt my body, but Mm -hmm. how did it get to my plate and who did it hurt to get here? And how did all of the dynamics or how Mm. is it, you know, all of those values are piled onto that 
plate and you have a moment right. of reflection in that minute to do it. And so there's so many ways to kind of do that. But I think it's first understanding that God wants us healthy. That's his best standard. Mm -hmm. Simple. Yeah. Like, right. we think, oh, it doesn't matter. No, he wants you healthy. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. When you really believe that on a soul level, then mm -hmm. you start to think, well, this is something that I, I got to strive for. Because a lot of times we don't even think about it as something to even do. We're focusing on other things, which is great, but mm -hmm. we miss that. And that's the one thing that can take us out from doing everything else that God has called us to do. So, And so do you think we kind of just rely too much on ourselves to do it? Like we don't yeah. like put that full reliance on him? I think we do, not because we want to. I think it's, we're just not used to bringing God in that space. I think right. we're thinking eating food is, is carnal in a way like it's, right. it's it's you know what i mean it has it's not spiritual but mm -hmm. i always say that you're um eating healthy is a spiritual practice because what yeah. you're doing is you're saying i'm putting things in my body that honor the ref the the temple that god is living in that's a right. spiritual practice it's like if you if you think about the t the actual physical temple the things that people mm -hmm. do to adorn it that's yeah. a spiritual thing so what are we doing right. to our own bodies that's a spiritual practice too so right and yeah. i like what i love what you said about the grace right like i wouldn't dare you know um eat anything without saying grace even if it's over some you know some french yeah. fries you know, look, yeah bless the food. god is great god is great. you know like you're saying it real fast you know, yeah in terms of, because we were taught that whatever we're eating is a blessing that we receive right. from him right but you know in terms of just trying to turn that around, around. is what we're eating right. a blessing to him right and it allows you to every time be able to ask yourself that question mm -hmm. and so for me not that i eat perfectly because i don't but mm -hmm. if i don't that question pops in my brain so at least i'm aware of it now whereas before mm -hmm. i would just mindlessly and i never made the connection I would never mm -hmm. make the connection. And so now, because I made that connection, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm seeking ways to better my health as a spiritual practice. So now okay. it's easier to do because now I've mm -hmm. integrated that into how I carry out my faith. And so that is what I think for women of faith, for them, mm -hmm. is when you integrate that into your portfolio, it becomes easier, mm -hmm. just like every other decision like you think about it when you have a crisis in life when you invite mm -hmm. god in that space you get through it easier right yes. when yeah. anything we do and we put god in it it's going to be easier mm -hmm. so why not bring him into our health journey right so beyond yeah. just god is great god is yes god is good right <laughs> so yeah just more so than that so how do you get over the guilt that you might feel like how do you give yourself the grace yes you know like the guilt versus the grace and, yeah. and, and how does finding the right balance help you make better decisions? I know yeah. I'm like asking you all these questions. I'm yeah, so I know, sorry, girl. script here, and I'm kidding. But no, I think it's a good question because I think mm -hmm. anything we do with God, we have to mm -hmm. live in his grace because okay. we're not, we know that we are we not- can't do it on our own. We know right. that we can't do it on our own. We know that we're mm -hmm. constantly failing, but mm -hmm. the healing and the deliverance and all of that comes in that grace and understanding god i can't do it i'm weak here and yeah. then he somehow makes us strong so mm -hmm. it's not so much about beating yourself up as much as it is acknowledging the vulnerability acknowledging mm -hmm. and so okay. instead of saying, oh, i'm sorry i didn't i didn't but it's, if you tap into that i need you piece mm -hmm. of it rather than 
I can't measure up. There, that's two different right. self-talk. Oh, definitely. I can't measure up pulls you away mm -hmm. from God because now right. you're thinking to yourself, I don't even want to pray because I know I do. You know what I mean? Now you're moving away. But if mm. you're like, oh, I realize just how much I need you, it pulls you closer. So it's okay. just about how, you, how you're viewing it. Yeah, no, absolutely. That makes a lot of sense, yeah. right? Yeah. So, um, because we're always just beating ourselves up. Like I think, you know, in any situation where maybe someone has been critical of me, yeah. I probably have been way worse critical of myself. Exactly. And, you know, in those moments, but just being able to be transparent yes. um, as a community of women, like, hey, yes. we are struggling, right? Like you yes. almost want to present with this this level of perfection yeah um you know but a lot of times when it comes to your health like you mm -hmm. really can't hide it like you know mm. you put the makeup on you can put yeah. the hair on yeah but you know there's there's certain things that are presented that right. represent you know yeah. your your status from a health standpoint that right. you know you can't you can't necessarily get around and so you know we feel the judgment from yeah. other people, we feel mm -hmm. the judgment um, that whether it exists or not, right? Not, a lot of times we, it might it, be yeah. us, right? Yeah. We feel that, and so yeah. it does, you know, make you feel like if you're not perfect, then why try? Yeah. And so, you know, like so, that's where that grace piece just really yeah. comes in, um, in terms of just really being able to say, hey. You're, you've got to try because you're worth the effort. Yeah, you're worth the effort. And you could do it. And it's right. and it's also, you know, you have to encourage yourself. You have to talk mm -hmm. what is, even if you don't see it. Because I think yes. a lot of times we do negatively mm -hmm. talk. But what we're doing is mm -hmm. we're talking ourselves out of something. Okay. Rather than affirming ourselves that, you know, I can do this. You know, mm -hmm. I am. You know, it's it's about giving yourself the positive affirmations because that's going to move you to where you, you want to go, you know? Yeah, so. yeah, absolutely. And just even in, and I've done this before, so I know mm -hmm. it works and then you yeah. stop. But just imagining yourself the way that you want to be, yes. you know, in your mind, like, you know, yeah. like, like meditating on those things yes. you know, when you go to bed at night, like I'm going to this, I'm going to that versus you know where you are but really just try to focus on where you're trying to be i think yes. that has helped me in some instances as well yes. yes awesome awesome thank you for joining us on the healthy for my purpose podcast we hope you enjoyed the community and are walking away empowered and encouraged to live your healthiest life for your god-ordained purpose you can connect with us on facebook and instagram to enjoy fellowship with like-minded women Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this on iTunes. Until we meet again, keep honoring your body for your purpose.